am so happy that we're all back together. It's been a while. It has been a while. And uh, it's good to be back. Isn't that right? Yeah. I'm laughing because I know my students are listening to this. Everybody, everybody missed your voice, though. I found, I have three students that found, my, found the podcast. And they're like, we listened to the first episode. I was like, awesome. Keep listening. <laughs> Keep listening. And there's going to be more. There's you're, more coming. You're going to hear her voice. Again. And if you hear it now, you're going to hear it all week. <laughs> but it's not going to be yelling at you. No. Today. No, not today. Just Monday through Friday. On Sunday and Friday. Welcome to the Breaking Chains podcast, where we are unified in God's word, reaching, teaching, strengthening, and nurturing both those who know Jesus and those who are shackled in bondage, looking for freedom through the blood of Christ. I'm your host, Philip Skeens, here to share with you today what the Lord has put on my heart that will prayerfully help each of you in your own special way. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Breaking Chains podcast. I'm Philip Skeens, and uh, glad to be back to you, uh, with you today for another beautiful week. Today's show, we're going to talk a little bit about Christ, as we always do, but why he deserves more praise than Moses. And we're going to talk about Hebrews, the third chapter today. But before we get started, I have a couple people that uh, are back with us today, and it's been a while since the trio's been together, but uh, Delaney Schumacher, how you doing? I'm good. You get to go first. Hi. <laughs> You're the better half, so you get to go first. And, and as you hear, that's Robert. <laughs> she's even the better half before you're married. I know. How's that work? Hey, she, she's, she's the better half. She's smarter. She's more organized. She's, she's all prettier. that. She's prettier. She's prettier. She's, she's more lovely. So. <laughs> okay. She's just better at everything than me. I'm, I'm just a nobody. Oh my goodness, stop it. <laughs> you're, you're a somebody because yeah. you're a child of God. Yeah, I'm a nobody talking about somebody, <laughs> Jesus. And then my better half, Delaney. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I am so happy that we're all back together. It's been a while. It has been a while. And uh, it's good to be back. Isn't that right? Yeah. I'm laughing because I know my students are listening to this. Everybody, everybody missed your voice, though. I, found, I have three students that found, my, found the podcast. And they're like, we listened to the first episode. I was like, awesome. Keep listening. <laughs> Keep listening. And there's going to be more. There's you're, more coming. You're going to hear her voice. Again. And if you hear it now, you're going to hear it all week. <laughs> but it's not going to be yelling at you. No. Today. No, not today. Just Monday through Friday. On Sunday, I'm nice. They found it because you said that I, uh, you would find your your fiance, which is me, on on the podcast. Oh no, that was a different kid. Oh. And then he donated to the church. <laughs> <laughs> These kids, they asked me if I had a something about music, and I said no. I, I'm on a podcast though, and I told them, and they found it. Huh. They're good kids though. Yeah. I love all my students. Yes. I give them a hard kids. time though. That's I awesome. give my kids a hard time too. My students a hard time too. So yeah, it's okay. I have to. I yeah, know, I know one of your students. That's what she says. I know she hates my first period. <laughs> <laughs> we have a a guest with us today that's not been a part of a podcast uh, before, but uh, he is part of our family at Rush and part of our family at Breaking Chains. And uh, today's a really special day. Even, it is a special day. Because yes. not only it's his first appearance on the Breaking Chains podcast, but it's also a birthday. Yeah. <gasps> what? To Joshua Drone. Josh, Josh how are you? Josh. We won't sing happy birthday to you because no one wants to hear me sing. Oh. oh <laughs> um, yeah, hello, everybody. Uh, yes, today is my 23rd birthday. I'm very, very grateful that the Lord has given me another, another, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, all right, another blessed opportunity to live and make a difference. Um, uh, four, I have a four-year, four-year senior at college, and I, I'm like my two co-hosts for today. I am aspiring to be a teacher as well. Well, I hope we can all teach something today and I hope more importantly that we can all be taught something today mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because that's what it's about is uh, being being taught 
by the Spirit, being taught by God so we can teach others. And uh, glad to have you here. Thank you guys for letting me be on the show today. Well, as Robert said, we, we will not sing happy birthday because we don't want to tune the listeners out. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, the, or, the, or the listeners to like shut off the podcast because we're, we're better speakers. Some, besides Delaney. Some of you all are. Huh? De- De- Delaney's a good singer. She could sing happy birthday, but neither one of us. <laughs> Cumpleaños feliz. No, you gonna other read? way. Oh. Feliz cumpleaños. Oh, I, I tried. <laughs> a for effort. A for Are you, you going to read your scripture today in Spanish? Um, Not necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> That's good because I wouldn't understand it. <laughs> but somebody would. Honestly, yeah. I don't think I will understand it. Oh. I don't even understand the English sometimes. Have more. Have more. <laughs> yeah, you're you're full of it. You're you got advanced on your placement test on on Spanish of how well you speak and uh, hold a conversation. So stop it. You stop it. <laughs> I do well to hold a conversation in English. So yes, another language is out for me. Yes, but. Uh, you could tell that we're good with uh, commentary and all that stuff when we're on the show. We we uh, we, we need to focus we, better. I know we do need to focus better, but we're in we're in Hebrews three, Hebrews three, yes. And um, this podcast for the listeners, one is we truly thank you for coming back. Yes, we. Uh, this is. Episode number 19. We're almost at 20. I know. And I can't believe. That's insane. I remember like in the summer, we're like, let's start a podcast. Right. At at Boardman (laughs) Park. And then it happened. And look at it now. Yeah. That whole, that whole day, the way that God orchestrated this whole thing. And it was just us three in the park. Yeah, no one mm-hmm. showed up. <laughs> and because of a last minute change, because yes. Saudi got sick. Yes, mm-hmm. Saudi got and sick. And we were meeting at his house, so yep. we met for a party. Park. Oh, yes, I remember that. And yeah. God just used that time to just create, you know, put these ideas out there. And and you're the one that came up that spoke it, right? You, you talked about the podcast. But when you spoke it, it just quickened into my spirit. It was like, mm-hmm. do it. I feel like... And don't put it off. I question myself when, like, the Lord puts something on my heart. I question myself. Just, like, when we came up with Breaking Chains, I was like, I have a name, but you're going to think it's stupid. <laughs> and then I said it, and you're like, yes, that's a great idea. I was like, maybe I should, like, speak a little more sometimes. Well, because when you said it, you did, you had no idea what the Lord has already put in my uh, spirit of uh, being a... Uh, to help people break chains off of them. Yeah. Right? So when you when you said it, it instantly hit and yeah yeah it, it, it you just it, know you just, just have that confirmation. So yes. Like, yes, that's what I've been waiting to hear. Right. Yes, but but and now we're we're at episode this is nineteen, and yes. it just seems like it was a couple weeks ago that you and I were talking about it on yeah. I think the second or third podcast. And you're yes. like you know we're we're ha- almost halfway to ten. And we'll be yeah. at 10. And now we're almost at 20. Yep. And we're going to keep going. So thank you. And then for we're going to be back. at 50 and then 100. <clears throat> yes. Maybe we'll get to where we do more than one a week. I know. Maybe maybe we'll be able to. Well, be very good. I, I know we're pretty busy right now with the wedding. So the, the fact that when we're able over, to do it one a week. We got you. Yeah. But when it's over, yes. when it's over, we can do maybe more than once a week. You know, I think a podcast is very great, especially when it comes to spreading the word, because that gets more people from all over the world um, a chance to hear God's word. And uh, one of the most important things we must do as believers is to make disciples all of all nations. And Which we were just told today in the yeah. sermon. Yeah. So <laughs> this is an actual good way uh, yeah. to, to uh, have other people from different countries hear um, God's word. I was with the kids, so I didn't Me get too. to hear, hear the sermon today. You have today. to go back and, and watch the recording. And for anybody that's listening, you can find it on Facebook. Rush. Go to Rush Church out of Boardman, Ohio. Find the live uh, stream that was recorded today and watch it if you wasn't a part of it because it was just a, a fantastic. Again, right? We say this every week, but man, it's just week after week after week. But today was something special. I cried my eyes out. Yeah. Because how powerful um, the pastor's message was about running the race. You know, the a, ch- a church with no tears. 
is probably not a place you want to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But a church that sheds tears. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a lot of tears today. A lot of tears shed. So, yeah, you'll have to go back and watch it. Yep. We, learned about, we learned about hypocrites <laughs> and, uh, and to not be one and to... And, it, and Jesus cares about the inside of you and not the outside of you. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we learned. Psalms 51.10. Yeah, Psalms 51.10. I can't tell you what it says, but that I know God, Psalms 51.10. That God, <laughs> want, that God created a pure heart for me. Oh, yeah. Well, this show is like none other that we've done before. You know, we've got the worship series now. We've done the three songs. Um, and last last week's I can only imagine with Jaden and Jill Barton and, and Daniel was uh, fantastic. So the worship series is just becoming better and better. And it's not something we set out to do. We did the first song and then it was like, you need to do, just do this worship series. But today there's no script. There's no rehearsal. It's we're going to look at Hebrews, the third chapter and what it says about who we are, who Christ is, and who Moses was, and what their works, and what his works were for. But again, I don't know why we're talking about this, but this is what I was given to share. And um, so it's going to be kind of in the raw. We're going to go off the fly. And I'm excited about what, uh, yeah. what work that the Lord will do today. Mm-hmm. Amen. So... Uh, Let's pray to open, and then we will get into reading Hebrews, the third chapter. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to share your word with people across nations. God, that that we could lift you up and learn about you as you teach us, Father God, we teach others. Lord, let what's said here today be of you and not of man, not of us. Father God, we just praise you and give you the glory. Open hearts, open minds to let your word sink in, Father God. We give you the glory and the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Who wants to read first? Well, considering that I am the birthday boy, I think I should. You just won your prize. Okay. (laughs) Hey, there's a verse that says the first shall be last and the last shall be first. Oh. (laughs) But I'm just teasing you. I know. Go ahead. (laughs) You can read. (laughs) Man, man, I was so excited to read for the first time. Uh, uh, Slow my roll. Okay, so. um, So you read read through verse five. Yep. So, and so, dear brothers and sisters who belong to God and are partners with those called to heaven, think carefully about this Jesus who we declare to be God's messenger and high priest. For he was faithful to God, who appointed him, just as Moses served faithfully when he was entrusted with God's entire house. But Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses, just as a person who builds a house deserves more praise than the house itself. For every house has a builder, but the one who built everything is God. Moses was certainly faithful in God's house as a servant. His work was an illustration of the truths God would reveal later. But Christ, as the Son, is in charge of the entire house, and we are God's house, if we keep our courage and remain confident in our hope in Christ. I kind of read a little. It's all right. It's okay. Seven. Go ahead. Oh, oh I, are we talking about it or are we? No, we're, uh, gonna go re- we're gonna read through it first. Okay, so verse seven through yep. through eleven. Yep. Okay. Sorry, I was I was ready to talk. I'm sorry, I was I was ready to talk because I was ready. Uh, like we'll read like, through it first yes. and then come back and and talk about it. Yes, I understand. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm distracted. Sorry, don't apologize. It's on the fly. Uh, therefore, as the Holy Spirit says. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion, in the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers tested and tried me, and for 40 years saw my works. Therefore, I was angry with that generation, and I said, their hearts are always going astray, and they have not known my ways. So I swore an oath in my anger, they shall never enter my rest. Ouch. 
Yeah. <laughs> Delaney, finish this out. Okay. To what verse? Uh, just sorry. go ahead and finish it out. Oh, okay. We're on 12 right now, right? Yep. Yes. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God, but encourage one another daily as long as it is called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. We have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original conviction firmly to the very end. As, as has just been said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as you did in rebellion. Who were those heard and rebelled? Were they not all those Moses led out of Egypt, and with whom was he angry for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies perished into the wilderness? And to whom did God swear that they would never enter his rest, if not to those who disobeyed? So we see that they were not able to enter because of their unbelief. Ouch. <laughs> you know, in in the, the New Living, the NLT, uh, says today when you hear his voice don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled and uh, you know this this chapter really speaks a lot about hardened hearts and when when God says they've always turned away from me they don't do what I tell them to do and uh, you know that's what really jumps out at me when I read this uh, chapter 3 Jesus is eminently worthy as you know it says the messenger and high priest so a messenger is an apostle so an apostle and high priest of our confession so really what what it's grabbing to me is is as a messenger or, or an apostle, he's confessing, he's representing God, you know, to us, his message, God's message to us. But as a high priest, he's representing us before God because that was the position of the high priest is it was a representation of the people to God. The high priest took and did the atonement for the sins using the sacrifices. I know that there's a lot of uh, uh, scripture in here that says harden your hearts. Mm -hmm. But the word I'm going to like is if we do this thing from verse 1 our hearts won't be hardened. Right. And that is to set your focus on Jesus, the apostle and high priest who we confess. And it's funny how last Friday we talked about Elohim and how if we set our focus on the the strong creator, the enemy wants our focus to change off of our situation and set of what's going on around us that the fire that's going on around us because if we're focused on the fire we're not focused on the strong creator who can get us out of the fire Mm -hmm. and and that word focus is to concentrate by fixing one's thinking it's also what we're going to be talking about it's i i didn't i just pulled like i looked at it on yesterday and as i was studying it i was saying this is where we're going to talk about on Friday because we're 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 going to be focusing because we just got done talking about trying to focus our minds on our strong creator. Mm-hmm. Well, this is the result. If we don't, our hearts become hardened and we become just like the Israelites that were not allowed to, uh, in, into his kingdom until all that generation passed. Mm-hmm. And so... It's to concentrate. So I have to concentrate myself on one's thinking. Now, it's hard for us to do that because our minds go in 50 directions at once. Believe me, I know. There is things that I think, I, I, I sometimes when we were in that breaking chains and I get a thought 
and I'm like, ooh, that's good, I need to say it. Someone else talks, and then by the time they're done, I'm like, what, what, what was it that I wanted to say? <laughs> and, and so I have to concentrate, fix my thinking, understand it fully, consider closely. That's that word in the Greek. Now, I'm not going to be able ever to understand fully to set my focus on Jesus on what that truly looks like until I am with him, until he is done with me on this earth. But if I learn more and more about him every single day and grow closer to him, I am able to have a, a concentrate and focus on him than the situation that's around me. But that is hard because in the moment, the enemy wants to trigger everything. And I'm sorry that I failed you last night. It's okay. <laughs> because I didn't focus my thinking mm-hmm. on Jesus. Yeah, neither and, did I, though. I know, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not here to account for you. I'm here to account for me, and I have no problem saying it in a microphone to confess that I don't set my focus all the time properly. Right. And I think if we set our focus on who matters and the audience of one, which is Jesus, we're able to have our hearts softened. We're able to hear the conviction in, in, in what we're doing and that's not of him or not for him. Because when we don't set our focus, then our hearts go to our wicked ways, just as this verse in Hebrews 3 talks about. Do not go into your wicked ways. Right. Well, if I don't set my focus, then where am I going to go? I'm going to go into my wicked ways and my heart's going to become hardened and I'm not going to hear the conviction and I'm not going to set my focus on Jesus. I'm going to set my focus on what I want. Yeah. Can I say something? Yes, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was finished. That was that was my last thought. <laughs> okay. Just like so, like just to give a little background information of like Robert and I I feel like you and I have had a lot of issues lately and it's I feel like because of this wedding that we're having it's like insane of how much stress has come from this wedding and it's just sad to see like we focus more on like the negative things and not what's really important and that's like the marriage and the union between two people and putting Christ in the center Mm -hmm. and we both fail at that or like we're having arguments over just stupid things like the color of the invitations and just dumb stuff stamps stamps <laughs> like just dumb things and like our focus isn't like on jesus because of marriage is about jesus and putting jesus in the center of it and like pastor natalie said to us as she was praying for us today she was like you will not have a successful marriage if you do not put jesus in the center and she's 100 percent correct and so like we have to do better focusing on what's important and stop caring about like the stupid things like <laughs> it's just we all do it like you know, focusing on all of those things, you know? Yeah. And I think, and I I agree so much. And this, this message right here in, in verse in chapter three of Hebrews, it's, it's addressed to us, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The, those that are holy, the brothers and sisters that are partakers to the heavenly calling. It's not, this is not talking about, Unbelievers. Unbelievers. Nope. This is instruction to us who yep. believe. Yep. And telling us, hey, why are you doing this? Yep. Don't do that. Here's a warning to you. Correct. I am for first. I must be foremost mm-hmm. in your life. Because if I'm not, then there's problems we're going to die in the wilderness Mm -hmm. and and i don't want to get too far ahead but when it talks about the place of rest it's the destination Mm -hmm. it's where they're going so if we do not you know if we don't listen and we and we do harden our hearts and we turn away from the instruction that god's giving we will never reach the destination 
that's before us. That's the place of rest because that's where they were going. Do you have anything to add, Josh? Actually, I do. I was just waiting for an opportune time. Um, so, well, your time is now. <laughs> <laughs> Timer's on. <laughs> Uh, no, but when I was reading those first five verses, it kind of gave me that idea of how, you know, when we talk about other, in our lives, we need to put Jesus first, and that includes in what we teach, you know, because uh, Moses was a pretty important biblical figure throughout the whole entire um, Old Testament, correct? So he did that, but he didn't do it himself. It was God. And, you know, when it talks about in uh, verse 3, but Jesus deserves far more glory than Moses because if it wasn't for God, Moses wouldn't have been able to do any of those things, split the Red Sea, stuff like that. And and one of the questions I was thinking about while you guys were talking is like, how do I how do I put Jesus first in my life? And 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 when I was thinking it obviously, obviously, you know, scripture, stuff like that but importantly, helping others. I think that's very important as well. When you help others that and spread the gospel while doing it, that that puts Jesus first in front of your life. Another thing I wanna say, it was about what you guys were saying, is I was dealing with the same thing Friday. The, the enemy likes to do uh, put minuscule things in front of you in order to distract you away from God, whether that be arguments. Um, in this case for me, I actually locked myself out of my car, but I did not panic because I realized that, hey, I I know what the enemy's trying to do here. And as minuscule as it may be, the enemy still wants to try to do anything he, he, um, he wants in order to take away um, our eyes away from God to stop running the race, if you will, as we talked about today. So, you know, uh, sorry I kind of went on a ramble there, but it's just where my mind was going when reading these uh, verses. Well, Josh, you didn't go on a ramble. Uh, <laughs> it's exactly right. Like, God is the builder of everything. Mm -hmm. It's just how we talked about last Friday with Elohim. He's the strong creator. Uh Sorry, yeah, I keep referencing Friday. Breaking Chains is Fridays at 6 p.m. Yes. At, at, if you guys want to join, get if you're plug. in the area and get, we're reading the power, uh, power of God's name. God's names. I, sorry, I don't know By why I was drawn to Tony Evans. Thank you, Phil. Yes, Pastor yeah. Tony Evans. Yes, Doctor Tony Evans. Nailed it. And, and so, he's the strong builder of everything. So if you're going to glorify Moses. You should glorify the one who created Moses and created everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And he, he's saying this to, because I believe if, quote me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, that Hebrews was written for like the Jewish believers. Mm -hmm. And, and so, so they already know what Moses has done because they were Jews that converted to being followers of Christ. And so... And so they know who you're talking about with Moses and you, you hold him up as high stature. Well, hold the, hold the God who created Moses and, cre and, and parted the Red Sea and everything like that and created everything that we see. Everything that's every animal, every plant, every human. He created us all. And he is the strong creator and he, what he looked on his creation, he called him very good to mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And so count worthy. And so the, the house is not greater than the builder because I want my firm, firm foundation to be on rock on Jesus because that foundation will stand. If I put it on Moses or whoever, or Pastor James to make it more relevant. If I put my foundation in Pastor James, Pastor James will fail me one day. And then that foundation. And then that there. foundation goes okay. under mm -hmm. and then it collapses. And I'm making it more relevant because if I, my foundation's not in Jesus and the Lord, my foundation will get wiped out. Because I'm putting a house over the builder. I'm putting someone who's been created over 
the creator of everything. Is that making sense? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, I want to encourage each and every one of you that, and now I had this problem because, like, where I put people, before Rush, I put people in places where I hid Jesus and I, and I put the fall on two other pastors at my old church. And there was a negative outcome. We're not going to get into it. But I, I put those pastors as the foundational over the creator of everything. Mm -hmm. I did the exact opposite as what these verses are saying. Because I put, like like how the, the author of Hebrews is writing, I put more glory in Moses, I put more glory in the pastors than I did my strong creator who created everything and who created me and who formed me as a masterpiece that I am. Yeah, I really think uh, that that's a... Uh, oh, oh, am I good now? Okay. I think that's a very, uh, <laughs> it's a very difficult thing for sure. Um, you know, we have to realize every day who are we putting really first, especially on Sundays. Um, are we are we putting God first? Are we putting the pastors first? And I think that's what Hebrews three is really talking about here, because without God, I don't think this world would be like it is today where we can see grass where we can see all this god created everything and jesus needs to uh deserves more glory than these other than these other people for sure and i think that's what this verse is kind of hitting home with me here yeah it is and but there's also a responsibility of brothers and sisters right exactly and and that's that's the other part of this message is we have to hold each other up because it says warn each other every day while it's mm -hmm. still today you know, so we have to hold each other up and we have to hold each other accountable, not only ourselves accountable, but but just like you said a while ago, Delaney, you guys are coming together in a marriage, right, to mm -hmm. unite, to help hold each other accountable for putting Christ in the center of your relationship and your marriage. So we have to hold each other up and responsible because when we let doubt creep in, about God's promises, that doubt results in a lack of trust in his power. And as we talked about Friday night, right? We keep referencing Friday night. But when we talk about God, Elohim, the one that has infinite power, mm -hmm. there's no limit to what the power of God is and what he has. So when we let doubt creep in, that, that starts to devalue the trust that we have in God's power. And, and then it's easy for our minds in the carnal as the flesh to overtake us as our thoughts, right? And then we, and then we go back to the armor, right? We have to take those thoughts captive because once we let that doubt creep in, that's all the enemy needs to just bust the door wide open. And once he's in, you know, he's going to continue working and working and working and pulling and away, away, away. If we let him. And then we forfeit what God has for us in his eternal promises. When I look at this scripture and think, my Lord, the people, your chosen people that saw your miracles for 40 years, 40 years, it's incredible. turned yeah. away from God, seeing the miracles. I mean, we know of the miracles. We never saw the Red Sea parted. But because it's written in God's word, we know that 
its truth. But they witnessed it. They walked across the dry land of the Red Sea that was parted. And yet you turn from God, the living God. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's pretty... In, again, in my mind, how? <laughs> how? And not only that, not only did where, 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 where they parted the Red Sea and they saw and they were able to walk, they also saw the destruction of the Egyptian army that right. was trying to kill them because the sea unparted and all those Egyptian soldiers and stuff killed so they not only saw god's presence and miracle of and keeping them alive on this earth they also saw god's wrath mm -hmm. they saw god's wrath and justice in the same in the same miracle i like it, it like as you were talking it just hit me like because I've read they part of the Red Sea and how great of a miracle it was, but it, it hit me that they not only they not only saw God's righteousness and love and care for His people, mm -hmm. but they saw the wrath and and judgment and and righteous judgment in that in that way of of the Egyptian soldiers that were trying to kill His chosen people. And, and it just puts it in the frame of mind that those same people turned away. That's right. When they saw everything, like they saw the good and also the righteous bad because God never does anything sinful. Mm -hmm. Because God protected his people from the Egyptians that were trying to kill them. But you know what just hit me while you said that is, yeah, they saw, so they, they got across, right? The Red Sea, and they turned around and watched the Red Sea close up. They watched their freedom happen right before their eyes. Yep. And they still turned away. And they still turned away. To watch your freedom happen right before your eyes. And you, you can still turn away and have a hardened heart through deceitfulness of sin. You know, and that's, that's the thing is sin, it often looks so amazing. You know, so beautiful. I can go do these things. I don't have to worry about anything, but it's hideous in retrospect. So when you go do those things that look majestic in a in a the earthly's eyes, right? Then we fall. We we become hard hard-hearted, and that's that's the danger of what we live in Christianity um, believers followers of Christ because the enemies and we we talk about it all the time the enemy is just there waiting at the heels for an opportunity no matter how big or small it may be yeah, I mean, it can be the smallest. It can be what we think is the smallest sin, right? But guess what? It's still a sin. Exactly. And, and that's why as we continue on in Hebrews 3, it says, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. If. That, that's. We all want to hear the Lord's voice. Because we all want to get better and grow closer to him because he loves us and we love him. Mm -hmm. He loved us first. That's why we love him. And as you hear his voice, sometimes what he says is difficult. Sometimes what he says is challenging. 
because it's meant for you to grow because it's meant for you to prune yourself or for him to prune you I'm sorry for him to prune you so that way you get more bad out and you produce more good fruit and you produce one of the fruits of the spirit is in verse 5 your hearts are not hardened but if you if you hear his voice and you harden your heart because you don't want to do it because it's too hard or it's too difficult or I just don't want to do it Lord mm -hmm. that's where that's where we have to be careful because the Lord is wanting us to grow closer to him always He's always speaking. He's always he's always sharing. He's always loving. He's that Abba Father with that. He wants a close personal relationship with each and every one of you. I feel like we all get we, uh, that that verse always comes up that he's that Abba Father, that mm -hmm. close personal relationship because it's true. He wants that for each and every one of us. He wants us to go up and hug him and call him Dad. But if we don't listen to his voice when we hear it, just like how the Israelites did that rebelled against him, they saw everything, they heard what he was saying, and they rebelled. They made golden calves and all this other stuff. And they would not be able to enter the promised land as a result. Right. And because they hardened their hearts, they heard the Lord's voice. They heard what to do. All they had to do was listen to Moses and his instructions. As as Moses went to pray, they were making golden staffs, <laughs> uh, golden calves, yeah. statues, and worshiping it as God. And so they hardened their hearts to what the Lord has done. So, that's a big thing, is if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart. Let your heart be open. We just talked about that in Kids Church. The Lord wants your heart because out of the abundance in your heart, your mouth will speak. The Lord wants an inside he cares about how you are inside. If you're bitter and angry and, and hurt and all that stuff on the inside and hate, that's what's going to come out of your mouth on the outside. That's why he's so focused on your heart. Because with your heart is how you're going to speak and talk to people or actions to be able to go serve and love people and serve brothers and sisters and love on brothers and sisters. Because you are changed because you heard the Lord's voice. And you and your heart was softened. But if you harden your hearts, then you become more wicked because then you fall into your old ways and your own deceitfulness. And then that's how you how you talk and how you act changes to back to your wicked ways because your heart is hardening. Sorry, I kind of went. <laughs> There's nothing to be sorry about, my friend. Mm. Speak, speak what your heart has to say. Yeah. And and all that is, I mean, it's exactly 100% accurate. I want to read what um, A.T. Pearson, um, Arthur Pearson, which was a um, a pastor. what he wrote and and uh, A.T. Pearson was a uh, American pastor missionary writer he preached over 13,000 sermons I can't even fathom that but he wrote about this and he said their unbelief they're speaking of the God's chosen their unbelief was a fourfold provocation. One, 
It was an assault on God's truth and made God a liar. Think about that. Two, it was an assault upon his power, for it counted him as weak and unable to bring them in. Three, it was an attack upon his immutability, for although they did not say so, their course implied that he was a changeable God, and we know different, and could do not the wonders he once wrought. And fourth, it was an attack upon his fatherly faithfulness. His fatherly faithfulness. Caleb and Joshua, on the contrary, honored God by accounting his word absolutely true, his power as infinite, his disposition as unchangeable, unchangeably gracious, and his faithfulness such that he would never awaken any hope. So it was their unbelief that kept the rebellious children out of their destination of the promised land. And it's that same unbelief that will keep us out of God's inheritance. So we have to beware of our evil, of an evil heart. And what is an evil heart? It's just a heart of that's one of unbelief. Yeah, and that and that's basically what this whole verse is talking about towards the end as we as we kind of wrap things up. I know we there's a lot of verses and we could be here for hours. Yes. <laughs> uh but uh all of this uh, talks about the hardening of your heart and and brings up old uh, like Old Testament scripture verses like from seven to eleven and then even in verse fifteen. Uh, and uh, this whole this whole scripture can be summed up as: Do not harden your hearts. Focus on the Lord. Set your focus to the Lord, who is the High Priest, who is the Apostle whom we confess our sins to, who we love and who we do all things for, who is faithful, who is faithful and righteous and will meet you right where you're at. And when you hear from the Lord, do what the Lord is telling you. Do not harden your hearts and turn back to your wicked ways because that is, that is the difference and and that that is that is what Hebrews three is trying to bring out as a, as a giant hole. Right. Is is do not harden your hearts like the like the Israelites did and and kept, were kept out of the promised land. They heard his voice and hard, and they hardened their hearts. Therefore, when you hear God's voice, let your heart be softened. Do what he says because what he says you would be far greater than anything that you can ever think of. Mm-hmm. And if your focus is on him, it's a much easier time getting to that place of where your heart's softened and you're able to hear his voice and do what he's asking you to do. Then, then if you're not there and your focus is on something else and your foundation's not solid and and therefore your heart becomes a little bit hardened because you can't hear his voice. I don't know if you have anything to add, Phil. I just, in, in closing, I just want to go around the room real quick. One, one line, two lines of what a takeaway is of this. Because I think if we don't have a takeaway, we're not doing ourselves justice nor the word. Mm-hmm. And my takeaway, I'll start, is... And it's, again, nobody had a clue what pastor was going to preach about today. But when you go back and watch today's sermon, my takeaway from today's sermon and this message is to be obedient to what God is saying, to do our part in being 
being a messenger and discipling other people to be obedient. That's, that's what my takeaway is, and that's what I get from this, is without the obedience, I'm not, I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. Josh? Give glory to God, Jesus, because he is our almighty creator. And he and Moses wouldn't have been able to do any of those things if it wasn't for God. I'd say for me, like, you know, being obedient, because like in the moment you might not want to do something, mm-hmm. but you know that there's a, a God that's so much greater and that he's doing it for a purpose to prune you. And if you listen, then you could be changed and... That's the importance. Even if you don't want to do something, you might just have to. (laughs) That's right. Mine goes to uh, not only the obedience, but the focus of where where our mind goes is to guard your mind Mm -hmm. and set your focus on Jesus. Because when you set your focus on Jesus, your heart becomes softened to hear his voice and to do what he's telling you to do. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. I'm so glad you guys were here today. Josh, again, happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you for having me today. Glad you're here. Um, Drop us a line. We'll see everybody next time. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Have a good night. Thank you for joining us today on this episode of Breaking Chains. Be sure to head on over to our website at breakingchains.me. That's breakingchains.me and see all the good things that's going on over there. If you need prayer, you can submit your prayer request over there as well. And if you haven't done so, be sure to subscribe to our podcasts and daily devotions so that you can receive everything that the Lord gives us to share with you. Until the next time, God bless us all with the strength to break those chains.